This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Yes, I am. Uh, I, uh, yes, I am staying as leader of the party. Uh, we obviously uh, are very happy with the many aspects of the campaign. Uh, we, uh, we obviously wished we uh, had better results, but we point to the fact that we won the popular vote. Really? Happy with many aspects of the campaign. That is Conservative leader Andrew Scheer speaking just moments ago. He's taking some questions right now, so we'll have more for you on that. But a couple of interesting notes this morning about the election results. One, Ontario Premier Doug Ford. We know that he was definitely a big part of this federal election campaign, even though he stayed on the sidelines, pretty much out of sight completely during the campaign, did not campaign with Andrew Scheer at all. Well, Ontario Premier Doug Ford has released a statement this morning saying that he has had a phone call with Liberal leader Justin Trudeau today, this morning, as a matter of fact, and they look forward to working together. Interesting, right? And then over in New Brunswick, the progressive conservative premier of that province, uh, Premier Blaine Higgs, uh, he said that voters have spoken on the federal carbon tax. He will now look at coming up with a made in New Brunswick version of the carbon tax that complies with the liberal climate plan that can replace the one that Ottawa is going to, you know, put onto New Brunswick because they hadn't come up with theirs. So two conservatives there saying that they recognize what has happened and they, you know, plan to work together with the liberals moving forward. As for the other parties who didn't do as well as, <clears throat> excuse me, many people expected them to. Let's start with the NDP. NDP leader Jagmeet Singh spoke this morning, and he says he's not worried about questions of his leadership, even though there was this so-called NDP surge in the last days of the election campaign, but it actually resulted in the party losing 15 seats yesterday. But one of the difficult things about elections is during an election, you can lose really good people. And one of the wonderful things about elections is that you can gain some new members of your party that, that win seats. And we had a little bit of both in this campaign. But most importantly, the results of this election, they showed that Canadians now have a historic opportunity to, to win. And the way they win is this minority government gives us a chance to be able to fight for the things that we've laid out all along this campaign. It gives us a chance to, to let Canadians know that we, we understand the responsibility that's been given to us that we are going to continue to make sure that government does not work for the powerful corporations at the very top, but works for people. I take this responsibility very seriously, and I'm going to work hard to deliver on this responsibility. That is NDP leader Jagmeet Singh speaking this morning. He said he has not spoken to Liberal leader Justin Trudeau about how this is all going to work moving forward, but says that he is open to anything. I'm hoping that uh, Mr. Trudeau respects the fact that there is a minority government now, which means we've got to work together. And so my focus is going to be on delivering for Canadians and the things that they need. And I'm ready to work with Mr. Trudeau to deliver those things. All right. So obviously, we're also wanting to hear more about what Conservative leader Andrew Scheer had to say. He is actually speaking right now. Lots of questions coming to him. But in the meantime, let's get started talking to Richard Zussman, our Global News online legislative reporter, who's also been breaking down these results today. Hi, Richard. Hi, Simi. So what'd you think? Overall, I think when you look at the big picture, Justin Trudeau continues to be the prime minister. He will need help, likely from Jagmeet Singh and the NDP. Excuse me. And 
for the conservatives, Andrew Scheer, uh, in that press conference he's holding right now in Regina, talks about how he is going to have the strongest minority government, or sorry, the strongest opposition in Canadian history. They won the popular vote. They won a substantial number of seats. We'll see ultimately what that means in terms of policy, because, you know, a lot of this progressive agenda that Justin Trudeau started around transit, housing, climate change, that will continue forward. And as you mentioned, the premier's weighing in now about, you know, working with the prime minister. Premiers have to say that they need the money from Ottawa right. in order to get things but, built and to do things. But it is a different message around what we may see on carbon pricing, which was the biggest opposition yeah. the prime minister had from provinces other, obviously, than British Columbia. Well, the Ontario situation, the New Brunswick one, I find really interesting because in Ontario, they worked hard to oppose that federal carbon tax. Like that was a huge issue for them. And then this morning, you've got Doug Ford saying, no, we're going to we're going to work together. We appreciate his efforts on infrastructure structure. And I thought, boy, that's going to make for some really interesting times moving forward. Yeah. And and ultimately, the voters in Ontario spoke. The Liberals, uh, I think there was an expectation that they could hemorrhage some of their uh, MPs and they didn't. I think they only dropped one seat in all of Ontario and the Liberals held pretty strong there and hold uh, a big majority of the votes, uh, 70 something out of 120 or so. So a substantial number of Ontario MPs are Liberals. And like I said, you need the money to build transit, to build bridges, to build highways. And so the premier of a province, the largest province in the country in Ontario, needs the support of the the prime minister needs right. to be on the same page at least to get some of that money. Yeah, let's talk some leadership issues here yeah. as well, because we know that Andrew Scheer, the conservative leader, uh, he went to great pains to not campaign with Doug Ford, the conservative premier of Ontario. In fact, you hardly heard boo from Doug Ford over the last, you know, five weeks the campaign was on. Uh, if you're a conservative, Richard, if you had voted conservative in this election, wouldn't you be wondering how the heck did they not win? I wonder, and if you look at British Columbia, I was breaking down the ridings. They picked up, the Conservatives did, Cloverdale-Langley City from the Liberals, Kelowna Lake Country from the Liberals, Kootenai, uh, Columbia from the NDP, Mitchin Matsqui from the Liberals, Pitt Meadows Maple Ridge from the Liberals, Port Moody Coquitlam from the NDP, South Surrey White Rock for the Liberals, Steveston Richmond East from the Liberals. So you look at that and it seems like it's a pretty good night. Yeah. And then you're sitting here in British Columbia thinking, well, you know, why couldn't you deliver elsewhere? The Conservatives did very, very poorly in Quebec. They were never able to gain any momentum in the province. And in Ontario, the Doug Ford issue was there. Mm -hmm. You know, in Ontario, unlike BC, the provincial ridings are the same as the federal ridings. And I'm sure our colleagues in Ontario will do this breakdown. But there must be dozens and dozens and dozens of provincial conservative ridings that went federal a liberal. Yeah. And that is where the election is decided. If Andrew Scheer was able to win those seats in Ontario, he would be the prime minister today. That has nothing to do with voters in BC. Conservatives here delivered and, and swung all of those seats that I mentioned, but it was in other parts of the country where Scheer was not able to get any of that momentum. Against what you would what you think, what we all assume is a pretty wounded opponent, right? We had a scandal-ridden year for the Liberals. And, you know, the prime minister uh, delivered on some of those uh, projects and ideas that I think Canadians agree with. And often, and I know my colleague Keith Baldry talks about this a lot as well, scandals don't make a huge impact in the bottom line of things. They dominate a lot of the discussion, but ultimately when people vote, they think about 
sort of the issues that matter to them, and that may be transportation, childcare, healthcare. Uh, so all of those, I think, is what ultimately led people to think, well, Justin Trudeau's agenda is what I agree with, and it's going okay. But and they they still lost a lot of ridings. You heard those ridings I yeah. listed off. You know they weren't able to bring back Vancouver Granville to Jody Wilson Raybould, one as an independent. So it wasn't a great night for Trudeau in BC. 2015 was record breaking for him here in the province. He was able to convince so many people in Metro Vancouver that his vision was best suited uh, for the region. Uh, wasn't able to sell that this time around, losing a whole bunch of seats that were traditional, most of them conservative seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've now gone back to the conservatives. It makes the BC landscape really interesting now. Were, were you surprised by anything? Like when we were watching last night, what was the thing where you went, oh, didn't see that coming? There was nothing. It's funny, Simi. Um, nothing really. I, I think Jugmeet Singh stalling out in the mid-20s was surprising to me. Yeah. I think... You know, there was an expectation he was going to do better in the cities, and he ended up losing two in BC. He didn't pick any up. He held on to all the seats on Vancouver Island, was not able to gain any momentum uh, in the city of Toronto, where he campaigned really heavily. And I think there's five or six Toronto seats that have been NDP uh, in the past few elections, federally or provincially, that I think Jugmeet Singh was hoping he could grab onto. Yeah. Uh, and he was, wasn't able to do any of that. And I think he was asked about his leadership. Jagmeet Singh has proven how important campaigns are, but ultimately, you know, how hard it is with so many progressive options for people on the ballot. We will see what sort of influence he holds over the prime minister now that the prime minister needs NDP votes in order to keep the confidence of the House of Commons. But I think I, I think it's the NDPers woke up with way more influence than they ever could have hoped for. And that's exciting for NDP supporters and for Jagmeet Singh. But they lost almost half their seats and they need to figure out a way where where does the electoral map work for them or is the best case scenario going forward that we can be a partner uh, in a minority right. government. And, and I think that that's a real dilemma for a major party like the NDP. That's true, though. I mean, you're right. They have way more influence in this situation than if they had won more seats and the Conservatives had won the election. Exactly. And if somebody had won a majority and the NDP, like Jack Layden, sitting as the leader of the official opposition with over 100 seats, had far less influence than uh, Jagmeet Singh now has. But the question will be through these negotiations. This is a very, very, very different situation than in British Columbia. When we had a negotiation that was about who is going to hold the balance of power, that was a very different conversation. Even then, it's hard for the Greens here in BC to show exactly what they have done to influence NDP decision-making. I think Jagmeet Singh will be happy to get a few of those. I think the focus will be on students. I think that uh, getting rid of uh, student debt, uh, student loan debt, is probably going to be something they can agree with with the Liberals. I think housing, obviously, reconciliation, and then the bigger ones are obviously climate and the Transmountain Pipeline plus electoral reform, which I think are big stretches in this scenario, but we'll have to see what happens behind closed doors. So much more still to come. All right, Richard, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Amy. That's Global News Online legislative reporter Richard Zussman kind of summing up where we are this morning.